1: Hello Trojan fans, welcome to the Parastyle Podcast on a Monday. We're going to be talking about USC football with the game coming up of course this weekend with the coach Harvey Hyde joining the show. It's an interactive show, we want to be able to hear from all of you. So a couple of different ways to get a hold of us, podcast at uscfootball.com is our email address. You can go to our website, peristylepodcast.com, click on the left side of the play- page, you can leave a voicemail there or give us a vo- call on our voicemail line, six four one. 715-3900. Use extension eight one six six four six, And leave us a voicemail right from your phone. We would love to play it on the air and hear what you have to say. And we want to hear from Coach Harvey Hyde and see what he has to say about USC's upcoming game against Arkansas State. Coach, what's going on? Thanks for coming on the show.
2: Well, buddy, it's time to get ready for football. The spring practice, all the recruiting, all of the fall camp, all of the above now comes down to Countdown week, it's game week. Uh, the haze in the barn, and now all the things you've been working on and preparing for and training for in the weight room all comes down to 22 players as far as 11 on offense, 11 on defense, and special teams players. Better starters, and the rest of the backups being a, uh, a one-unit team, team me attitude, and uh, play one play at a time. And, uh, and and uh that's exactly what it's about. You never know what play is going to be the biggest play of the game. And that's what you talk about, and that's what you get ready for. And you got to be mentally alert, alert as, as well as physically ready to play. And it's just exciting. Because in the opening game of the year, Ryan, you just don't know what to expect from your team. You just don't know uh what type of team it is, what it's made up of. And uh, they've selected their captains now at USC, so it's just game day, man. It's game week, and it's countdown. And I always had a little bit more jitters before any game, any more other game than the opening game was the most nervous wreck.
1: Yeah, optimism is very high, of course, and uh, everyone, you know, everyone's zero and zero, everyone's undefeated, looking for to see who that next great player is going to be. So yeah, I can see it. Everyone's got jitters. That first week of college football, it's always the most interesting one to me. Uh, Before we jump into everything, just want to thank our sponsor for the Monday podcast, sctickets.com. You can give them a call at 1-800-888-7287 and go to sctickets.com. They can hook you up if you need tickets for any of the upcoming three USC home games in the next three weeks. USC has home games or any of the ones across the country. If you need tickets for the theater, concerts, anything like that, they can help you out at sctickets.com. They've been nice to us over the years, so thanks to the guys over at SC Tickets and uh, coach you mentioned you know any play could be the big play uh, speaking of plays there's some news coming out uh, from USC the depth chart and all of that was released uh, it was interesting not uh, really any freshmen on the depth chart um, which you thought that might happen a little bit but no no freshmen listed as of right now uh, but the big news came out uh, of this weekend when they did their mock game that um, Steve Sarkeesian was going to hand over uh most of the play calling duties to Clay Hilton, the offensive coordinator. So we have a question on that, Coach. I'm going to play it for you and then get your thoughts. Here we go.
0: Yeah, this is Doug at the top of the grapevine. I just want to say how pleased I am that Clay Hilton will be calling the plays this year. Uh, he's the best play caller that I've seen since uh Norm Chow. And uh I think the, the team has a has a good has a lot better chance now. Also I'm very happy that Sark made the decision and and I saw the video of him doing his up and downs. Uh, he's 41 years old. He, he, he's, uh, he's struggling with it, but I, I hope he keeps going with it, and I'd like to see him get in shape and start being a little more, um, fired up with this team, like Coach O was, and fire this team up to, uh, to do what they need to do. A little disconcerting about, uh, the report that UCLA is working a lot harder than, by the LA Times reporter and a lot more physical. Uh, we've been out physical by UCLA, and, uh, we can't lose to him again. We've got the, We've got to beat them this time. I mean, we've got to focus on this game and beat this team. Um, uh, I just want to see uh, what what the coach has to say about that, and that's about it. Fight on. Well, great. Uh, Let's start
2: with the first thing, the play calling. Uh, You know, uh, you've heard me talk about the responsibilities of a head coach, and uh, you've heard me always talk about uh, you've got areas of concern, and all the areas of concern is, is your concern. And I, I felt always in the past when I, either on the pregame or Trojan Brunch or on our podcast, I've spoken to you or I mentioned that I think a head coach who should give that assignment to someone so that uh, that person is more focused and doesn't get uh, distracted by all the, all the other things that you're required to do as a head football coach. So I think it was a smart decision. It was sort of a, a surprising decision to me. The way it was announced, it was sort of announced uh, uh, casually uh, after Saturday's practice. I, I think even the question was asked by a reporter: uh, "What about we've heard something about the play calling? Uh, could you uh, explain that?" And he came out and said that he had he had considered it in the spring, and he's going to now cons- uh, turn it over to Clay Helton. I thought all along this was going to be a smart move. I thought Clay Helton is an outstanding coach. Uh, He called a great game in the the Royal Purple Las Vegas Bowl a couple years ago against Fresno State. I think he's focused. I think the kids like him. And I've been watching him practice, him run the offense almost completely, especially last week. Last week it seemed as though Coach Sarkeesian was more standoffish from the offense. In fact, I couldn't find him once on the practice field, and he was down watching a defensive drill. So maybe that is part of the process of of taking a lot of the pressure off of him as far as trying to prepare for everything. Can't do everything, including recruiting and the responsibilities of a head football coach. I think it'll be a better offensive unit. I think it'll be a better defensive unit. And as he mentioned, he is responsible for the defense. He's got to know what's going on down there, and he's also got to be able to spread his time equally between all. So I think it was a great call. I think it's going to make it a better football team. I think he'll feel better about it too. Right now he does not feel good about it to a point that he's not ready, I don't feel sincerely, to give up the play calling. But I think it's something that he's going to do in the best interest of the team.
1: So – uh Coach, on the, sec- on the second point, we actually had another question on that, too. Um So I know uh our buddy at the top of the grapevine likes to go out with three or four different points. But we have actually a separate question on that. So we'll play that one for you, and then you kind of address. Because we did have Lindsay Theory from the LA Times on the podcast on Wednesday kind of talking about that a little bit. So I think that's what they were referring to. But let me play this voicemail for for your coach, and then we can jump into that. Is that cool?
2: Yeah.
1: All right, here we go. Hey, Ryan, this is Eric in Georgia. Hey, I absolutely love your podcast. Um, thank you
0: for all that you, Coach, Dan, and the rest of USCfootball.com and Scout family do for us. Uh, it's very much appreciated. Uh, okay, my question is for Coach Hider yourself. Um, after hearing your interview regarding who's tougher between USC and ugly, uh, do you or Coach believe USC is practicing and preparing on a championship level? Um, thanks, fight on. Oh, and Ryan, thanks for the T-shirt. Absolutely love them. Bye.
2: Well, uh, you always try to practice for a championship level, and it, and it, and it depends on the philosophy of the coach and, and uh, how that coach feels preparing for a championship level is. Now, Jim Moore believes taking his team to a boot camp is the atmosphere that he believes helps prepare his team Uh, for uh, a championship season going out there and going through something that's not a lot of fun Uh, i'm sort of more or less that type of coach i I think that uh, it's a way of sacrificing and the guys who get through it know they went through something together and it wasn't easy and uh and, and that's something that they do you hear Miles Jack and these guys saying that's the last one I'm going to. So when they start making statements like that, it's not a lot of fun. Now USC has a good camp. It's the philosophy of Coach Steve Sarkeesian. So he does what he knows of to best prepare his team for a championship uh, season. So he does his. It's a. It was hot this camp. I thought they accomplished a lot this camp. Uh, are they a better football team this year? Uh, they certainly look like a better football team to me. Why? Because they got great players. When you have great players, you got a chance of being a champion. Now it's who's driving the bus. How does the bus get to that destination? Every coach uh has their own philosophy. Jim Moore is a hard football coach. He was born with a football in his crib. He comes from a football family. There's no question about him having a philosophy of what it takes to win. Steve Sarkeesian has had his, his experiences of where he's been and played uh, and uh, has his uh, philosophies of what it takes to have a championship season. They're both somewhat different, but they both can be very successful. So now it comes down to uh, the UCLA game is the last game of the year, so I really wouldn't be too concerned on who's more physical and and so on at this time. It's uh, a reporter's opinion of, uh, who's tougher at this time of the year. But, uh, again, uh, I think it's, uh, it's something you don't react to. It's something that you listen to and, and, uh, move on and, and you have a philosophy. So, uh, I hope that, uh, the philosophy, you can't be someone else. As a head football coach, you gotta be yourself and you've gotta do it your way. So, uh, both these coaches do it their way so it's a very difficult thing for me to say which is the right way obviously uh they have their philosophy and we'll see what happens and beating ucla i think too is a very serious thought and something that needs to be done too as far as with the tradition of usc and the rivalry of the ucla game and uh, three years in a row is somewhat embarrassing and that's got to be stopped
1: yeah i agree with you on that coach and uh you know we I don't know if you went out to UCLA practice. I did not, so I couldn't really comment on what, uh, Lindsay was saying. Um, but you know, you can listen to our Wednesday podcast. I think she talked about it, um, you know, in, in, in detail there. So, and yeah, it'll be, it's a, it's going to be an important game for both schools this year. It's always is because of the, the rivalry, but because both teams will be fighting to try to win the Pac 12 South. So we'll find out a lot more about that in, uh, late November, but thanks for that question. Um, Nick in Cyprus, uh, wrote in coach. Um, he said, I love what you and Ryan bring to the podcast. Uh, I wish I could have played for you or had you been my leader in the army because you get me pumped up to fight. So coach, you have a fan there. Um, he wants to know what you think of the offensive and defensive lines. When I played in the trenches, I wanted to kill the other team here. And I, I knew, uh, these are the guys who could really win us championships. What do you think about the USC offense and defensive lines?
2: Well, you know, uh, I agree with this guy. You know, I like guys that uh, don't wear pads on their elbows and you see them bleeding. <laughs> and, uh, and I like guys that have a little cut on their nose because their helmet, they've hit somebody and their helmet helmet's come down and cut the ridge of their nose. I like guys on defense that uh, want to get after you and say, hey, you're not coming, you're invading our territory. Just try and you're going to have casualties. Uh, I sort of like that philosophy on the defensive side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, I have the philosophy that, hey, guy, we're going to run here. And and you actually run there. And after a while, the guy starts to think, what is this? The guy's even telling me we can't stop him. I like hard-nosed players. I like to, uh, I can't use the terms I used to use when I was coaching uh, on this podcast, but I had a way of describing exactly what the attitude of my defensive players were and what my offensive players were. Uh, it used to be a war. In fact, when we used to go one-on-one a lot of times, I created and wanted intensity. I wanted uh, competition. I didn't encourage fighting, but I encouraged pride in your position to a point that if you held me, I would be upset at you. And uh, It would be the same thing on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, you're going to blow a guy off the line of scrimmage and and, and, and you want him to take you on where you have the challenge of driving him back or controlling the block or taking him either way he wants to go or whatever your assignment is, I think that's what toughness is. And I don't think you can have enough toughness in the offensive defensive line. That's what it's all about, believing, playing as a unit. When it's fourth and one, there's no doubt in your mind you're going to get it. No doubt. And you've heard me talk in the past about, we used to do drills when I'm down on the goal line where we used to give the defense 12 guys. And if we could, they could play them anywhere they wanted that 12 guy. And if we could schedule, if we could score against 12, we can score against 11. Because we used to figure, I used to figure maybe my defense was the best defense we were going to go against the whole year. I would tell my players that if we had a pretty good football team, I'd say if you score on this defense with 12 guys, you can score on any defense. And I'd tell my, defense the same way going against the offense you know now it's time to see if you can stop the best offense you're going to face the entire year and challenge each other and, and get vocal about it and get involved as a coach and you know stomp around take your hat off and jump up and down on it i mean i like energy And I think the energy is necessary to motivate young players. They follow the lead of your coaches. So are they tough enough to do that? Well, I certainly hope so. I hope their coaches have taught them to be this type of football player because you're going to play teams that have coaches that are teaching their players to be these type of players. So uh, I, I don't hear a lot of yelling at practice. I don't hear a lot of, I see a lot of emotion. I don't see fights at practice. Not that you want fights, okay? You don't advocate fights. But, uh, uh, they have great talent, okay? And again, this is just my opinion. My opinion is, uh, when you're, when you come through that gate, then your helmet better be on, and you'd be ready to hit somebody. And that's where we come out of the tunnel and we play. And I, and I, and, uh, I think that, uh, that uh, they have the great players, and if their players have this type of attitude, then you got a damn good chance of winning.
1: Coach, uh, you talk about coming out of the tunnel. That's what USC is going to be doing on Saturday night against Arkansas State. I uh, wanted to kind of end the show. Get your thoughts on this game. You know, what what have you seen from Arkansas State? What kind of uh, challenges you think USC will face? Of course, a lot of it's going to be internal, figuring out kind of what they want to do. But what what have you seen for this game? What What are your thoughts?
2: Well, I, I think uh, if you uh, get the players' quotes and so on, they want to they want to play a game. They want to get a lot of this what's happened in camp and all this out of the way. It'd be a great feeling getting a nice victory against Arkansas State. Now, Arkansas, Arkansas State is a is a team that comes from the Sun Belt League. You know, it plays teams in the Southeastern Conference. They've had a tradition of winning. They've had Gus, Gus Malzone. You know, a lot of these coaches that have gone on to the Southeastern Conference. Have, have coached there, so it's been a stepping stone type of school. So they got some players that uh, they're picked either first or second in their conference. They got a quarterback who run around pretty good, and they got pretty good receivers, a couple of good defensive linemen, and so on. And you know, I'll just be honest with you—they're a 29-point underdog. So uh, everyone believes that USC is this type of football program. Now it's time that USC proves they are this type of football program. They should not struggle with this team. If they struggle with this team, then that's not going to leave them with a good taste in their mouth. They've worked hard the entire offseason. They've had a great recruiting year, and now it's time to get rid of all of the controversy. Now it's time to, you know, come off the field and rally. Now it's time to carry your coach off the field. Not that you've won a championship, but you've accomplished your goal in an opening football game, and that's become a better football team. You want to watch the team get better the entire game. Like, you don't want to set records. You want to execute. You don't want stupid penalties. You want to have 12 guys, not 12 guys on the field. You don't want to delay a game uh, penalties. You don't want stupid things. You don't want to embarrass yourself. The worst thing it would get me as a head football coach is embarrass, embarrassing ourselves. Even if you win, you embarrass yourself with stupid personal fouls and trying to act tough rather than be tough, these type of things. And I look for the Trojans, I hope, to go out there and dominate this football game. Arkansas State is not going to be a team that's going to lay down, but if you let them think they can play with you, hey, now you got a problem. So the best way is to dominate, the best way is to know your what your goals are for the, for the season, and this is an opener at home in the Coliseum. And I would say, let's go back and I've already ordered the pizza. Don't screw up my party. And that's what I'd
1: tell my team. <laughs> Any concern, do you think? Is it mostly about what USC is going to do or is it, is there a concern with, I mean, they got a, you know, it's, you know, rookie quarter, a head coach last year. They went seven and six. I uh, got an offense where most everyone's coming back, a senior quarterback. I mean, they could, this is a team that could score some points. Any concerns for anything that Arkansas State can do?
2: Well, yeah, you always, you know, you you, know, you always, you know, if you break down somewhere, you give them an easy score, and then, uh you know, you, then you're you're in a dogfight. They've got a quarterback that's real athletic. Threw for something like, had four thousand yards last year or something. Fourteen touchdown passes, rushed for twelve or whatever. So he's he's not a big guy. He's five eleven, under ninety pounds, but he's a great athlete. And in the past, uh. USC's had trouble stopping great athletic quarterbacks. So I think this is something that you want to do and prove a point that you can do that. I think you've got to be able to, you know, you don't know a heck of a lot about Arkansas State except for what they've done in the past. But let's be realistic. Uh, They have different, different, they have different players. There's no way, and you know what, that Arkansas should should beat USC and I think that's what makes you nervous as a football coach knowing what everybody else knows hey this is a opening football game that we should dominate and if we don't dominate then I'm very much concerned about what we're doing wrong is it coaching I'm going to look at myself first Say, does it is start it, because everything starts with me as head football coach so you you know when it starts with you you want to make sure that everything's prepared you get it done. But, yes, hey, the books are damn near always right, okay, on the points. figure. It. Don't ask me how they do it, okay? But they expect USC to beat Arkansas State by 29 points. Now, should they beat them by that? You just want a victory, don't get me wrong, but you want to look good winning. No matter how many points it is, you want to look good, sharp, and play like Trojans and be into the game and not screwing around looking at the crowd and the band and sitting on the bench and all the crap that ticks me off as you heard me talk about in the past uh, i wouldn't dress guys if they're not involved in the game i'm serious i wouldn't just dress guys to dress guys unless you're ready to play and you're paying attention i wouldn't even dress you go sit in the stands if you want to look in the stands so uh i guess that's more or less my philosophy in an opening game
1: cool all right coach well we appreciate you coming on and uh talking about the The news coming out of USC with Clay Helton. It'll be interesting to kind of see how that plays forward. And, of course, the opening weekend, long-anticipated opener to the 2015 season where USC is going to try to make a run at the very difficult Pac-12 South. But thanks again, Coach, for coming on. Appreciate it.
2: Hey, Ryan, thank you, buddy. And uh, everybody out there, enjoy the week because, like I say, have a winning day because every day is a game day for us now, okay? Take care.
1: All right, thanks, Coach. You can follow him on Twitter, at Coach Harvey Hyde. And, of course, we're going to give you a little message from our sponsor, Southern California Tickets. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Peristyle Podcast. We'll be back on Tuesday with uscfootball.com beat writer and columnist Dan Weber. Tickets, tickets, tickets. SC Tickets is your concert, sports, and theater ticket source. We have the tickets you need to any event worldwide. Football tickets are now available. Call SC Tickets now at 1-800-888-7287, 1-800-888-7287, that's 1-800-888-7287, or visit us on the web at sctickets.com, SC Tickets, Concerts, Sports, and Theater.
0: You've been listening to the Peristyle Podcast, presented by uscfootball.com.